I'm Tim. And this is Till Death Death Do Us Us Recap. Your new favorite reality TV recap podcast. We have been married for eight and a half years, live in Los Angeles with our two little dogs, and watching reality TV is kind of one of our favorite pastimes. Favorite pastimes. (laughs) Halfway through this season of Married at First Sight, we had the audacity to decide that this was the perfect time to start a recap podcast. (laughs) But ultimately, we figured better late than never. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, reality TV is, first and foremost, entertainment. Uh, And we certainly have a lot to laugh and cackle about (laughs) along the way. So many cackles. However... There, these are also real people's lives, and we acknowledge that. And we think that we can bring a unique perspective as a married couple to these reality romances. We definitely think that. <laughs> <laughs> We're always going to be covering reality TV centered on romantic relationships. And for now, we only have eyes for Married at First Sight Season 12, Atlanta. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. We're able to bear witness season 12, episode 8. Oh, we we bore witness, all right. We bore witness, Witness was bore (laughs) this evening. Quite a lot, and we have a lot to get to, so let's just jump right in here Um, with... We've got to get the Chris and the Paige shit out of the way. Oh, we have to start with Chris and Paige. This episode was... It was kind of light on Chris and Paige, but it definitely delivered in the last 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so just a little background here. We are uh, 12 days into marriage when this episode begins. Um, The couples have moved in together. They have seen each other's previous living spaces. Last week, we got a much-needed visit from Pastor Cal. Mm -hmm. And there is six, just a little bit over six weeks left until decision day. So obviously we've had a lot of drama so far this season with Paige and Chris. This has been the longest 12 days of Paige's life. It has to have been. It has to have been the most traumatizing, demoralizing 12 days of her life. Most definitely. So we start off at the beginning here with, um, oh, Christopher invites his two friends. Uh, one is his pastor, Dwight, and um, his friend, Mikkel, I believe. <laughs> it's Michael, babe. I heard Mikkel. Oh, okay. Okay. Um... Mikkel or Michael. <laughs> there was a lot of people's uh, confusing friends' names tonight that we had a hard time. Sure. Is it is it Clay? Is it Cole? Uh, we'll get to that later. So anyway, Chris has his two friends over. Uh, if you remember Pastor Dwight from giving Chris a pep talk, I believe in church, uh, before they got before they got married. And um, I just loved when they they get his two friends get into the house and in front of Chris decide that they are going to guess what he's invited them to to talk about this is a common theme that we have (laughs) and and arcing this the season of marion first sight and i uh, i mean just hearing everything back Uh again of seeing the the 
he reminds us all that the uh, impending birth of his child was, quote, devastating news. I am so just, it makes my stomach turn every time he talks about how devastating it was and reminds us uh, and the rest of America that he was not attracted to her on wedding day. Yeah, why do we have to keep, I we have to keep, Returning to this, I I wrote, if I have to hear him talk about his lack of attraction to her one more time, I swear to God, I'm just kind of upset at this point that Lifetime is elevating this narrative because this is like fucking actually traumatizing for Paige. This has already been repeated over and over again. It's disgusting that he basically used her as a sex toy on night one multiple times to see if he could basically... F her into attraction. I'm sorry. F her into attraction. And I don't know if we're clear yet on how many cuss words we're going to say. But um, I just couldn't believe it. He brought it up again. That was one of the only contributions he actually had to this conversation. Um, To any of the conversations. But we'll get to the other ones later. Okay. Something that I wanted to point out is that I actually was shocked um, I thought that I had, I, I knew exactly what was going to happen in this meeting, which is that every, every other time he does with the pastors, which is the pastors were going to feed him exactly what they think that he should do, which is all that, like, you're a man of God, you've made a vow, blah, Definitely. blah, 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 blah. Definitely. And then he was going to like, do a lot of like, yes, 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 yes. And then just go regurgitate all of that to Paige right away, which we've watched him do now, like, many, many a time. And it's felt so fake every time. So I have to say I was actually shocked that in the end he did not accept. And I was, like, happy because at that point I was pissed that the pastors were still pushing him with that shit. Yes. So I was like, what are you doing? You don't understand. This guy has already ruined her life. Like, do not push him to go be back with her again. Yeah, I kind of thought, you know, that's a great point that you bring up. I thought that I was definitely getting worried during that conversation. And I was like, oh, no, you know, like you said, he's going to take this. He's going to run with it. A little reminder of his faith and the covenant that (laughs) he made to a stranger. And Chris is going to be back doing the same thing. And he pretty much was just like, no. I'm done. He was looking at his phone. He called the meeting. He was looking at his phone. He was disinterested. He called the meeting, pretended he didn't want to be at the meeting, and then was like, fuck this meeting. Uh, Yeah, and he's like, I'm done with the meeting. This is either like all of these meetings are giant producer stunts, and he just wants more opportunities to be on television, or... I don't know. It's all obviously attention-seeking behavior. And also, to be clear, we have been married for eight and a half years and together for 10, and we very much take the vows seriously. And we also grew up in um, Christian families, so we understand the language and we respect it. But it has been really difficult and gross to watch a narcissist to totally unprofessionally diagnose like Chris totally twist all that stuff and make it like, 
uh, like use it as justification to like continue to just keep her in this chaos. Like that's, what's been so gross is to watch all of that language, like weaponized as a way to like confuse Paige really. Cause she takes that language really seriously and she takes those things really seriously. And every time that like, God or the covenant and all of that was invoked like that meant a lot to her and like kept I know in the big scheme of things like 12 to 16 days but again these are the longest 12 to 16 days of her life and it seems and each day is worse than the next it has been and it <laughs> seems that every time every time Chris and Paige have had these conversations he always leaves her with Something that's confusing. Yeah. You know, last week he, he swore. always likes to leave a gross little thread. Yeah, and it's not. Her, so she yeah. like it's disgusting. Uh, it's disgusting. So we can't with Chris. We can't. So Chris <sighs> then decides that he's going to call Paige and asks for a sit down between Paige, Chris. And Chris's ex-fiance, who is the mother-to-be of Chris's child. Which, can we also point out a couple things here? He Every time he references her, he calls her my ex-fiance and the mother of my child. Like, it's a whole name, and I think maybe that should be the name of this episode, is my, ex-fiance, my ex-fiance and the mother the of my mother child. Of child. <laughs> That's every single time. But also, it needs to be mentioned that when he called her, he just said, what are you up to? (laughs) What are you up to? (laughs) Like the actual audacity of that casual greeting was just so upsetting. Oh, and my favorite, and you know, I do not blame Paige for saying this in the least, but my favorite in all of reality TV, when someone calls and, and is bashful about a situation and they go, what are you up to? And the person, because they have spite, doesn't matter what they're doing. And they go, I don't know. Actually, I'm pretty busy right now. And it's clear (laughs) she's sitting at the kitchen. (laughs) She's sitting at the counter, like, you know, with her phone on speaker, not a single anything in sight. But (laughs) I I, I love that. I love that. (laughs) I'm proud of her for that. I am proud of her for that, too. And then, oh, the audacity for him to say, I just wanted to call this meeting so we could clear the the air. air. What air? What air? Needs to be cleared. The only air. The only air that's fucking dirty is the air that you walk in because you confuse it. No, he needs to clear the air from his head. Is the air that needs to be cleared. These people have never met before. They've been put in horrible situations by Chris, both of them. And I don't know what he. He's somehow a victim. He's somehow a victim. So let's just, we need to get to the end here because at this point, Thinking about this is causing me rage. So we need to go to the fateful meeting of Paige, Chris, and ex-fiance, mother of my child. Mercedes. Mercedes. She also has a name. She's wonderful. We do need to comment on the fact that they both showed up like they were going to the club. And it felt inappropriate. (laughs) It was a little baffling. I... I I think, I think that, Mercedes walks. She walked in there trying to like be like 
Oh, he's yeah, man, and I right? don't, and I don't, I don't blame her. But no, I think Chris, uh, Chris seems to me that he feels that if he mentions God a lot and is wearing a suit in a pocket square, then his <laughs> behavior absolved. is absolved, and yeah. his and it makes him seem even more like a freaking car salesman though like it's a, not a good it's so it's bad. just it's not why did you wear look. the suit to the dtr this, he's done this he's worn he's worn yeah. the suits to these things before anyway yeah so once again we're asking ourselves what is the premise of this meeting um why are we here uh chris do you have anything you'd like to leave this discussion that you called oh no you're oh Oh, you look like you don't want to be here at all, and you don't even know why we're here, and you're looking at your phone. Do you have somewhere to go? Why are we here? I I think the point of the meeting was that so Chris could let us know exactly what area of uh, work he's in, because this week he's transitioned from blessed with two money signs to uh, finance manager. Really? And Yeah, it was finance manager and... um, I can't. Uh, an entrepreneur, entrepreneur oh, and finance. Okay. So you know, his situations really change. Never understand how and why they choose these. Like, yeah. Well, it's an important week. It's an important week. We're getting into real life now. Okay. Second week of marriage. <laughs> but okay, I was stressed in the beginning because I felt like Paige was once again speaking in a way that felt like. Well, no, Paige was Paige was speaking. Paige was speaking. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Uh, he set up this whole three-person meeting, which Ugh. on its head, you know, we heard about it. And we're like, this is going to be awkward. And then they show it to us. And we're like, this is even more awkward than yeah. I could have imagined. And Chris is sitting there with his head down. And I'm screaming to myself, why isn't Chris talking? Yeah. Why? I mean, he, this whole meeting up until the end, he had the, the sad look on his face. Like he was in the principal's office. Yeah. No, it was was baffling, but okay. What I, can I just go to this page point? I was like, so sad to see her like still concerned at the top of this meeting with like, how do we really know if she's pregnant? I mean, I just don't know about this girl. And like, do we have proof? And I'm just like, I wrote in all caps, like, this is not the point, Paige. Like, it's beside the point. And thank God she did get there at the end. She oh, was she very handled, clear. She handled stuff like that. But at the beginning, I was terrified. I was like, why are we still trying to rationalize irrational behavior? It felt like this conversation was finally the the breaking point in a way in for which both of them for both of them and and, We're and so Paige, happy Paige was able to um like the rationalization just stopped and we looked at it for what it was and what it has been for the last two weeks which has just been a train wreck of manipulation yeah and half-truths and, and all of it so you know <sighs> i don't even know what there, there wasn't a lot said. I mean, Chris. Except the women basically bonded. Oh, yeah. Wait, I'm just dead. They're literally talking about him right in front of him. Well, and Mercedes ends up being the middleman because he'll never look at her. 
So then, remember, he's like, if you have something to say to me, you can say it to my face. And she's like, no. And then she's like, no, I'm just talking to Mercedes. Yeah. And then they switched. I'm like, oh, my God, this. Well, it was totally, I mean, once again, another unfair situation that Chris puts them in to, to oh, bring yeah. everyone and to just sit there and expect them to kind of like, Ugh. it's almost like he was like, hey, why don't you guys work yeah. it out amongst yourselves <laughs> yeah. who, who you want me to be with yeah, and kind of let me know when you decide. No, and he literally said he was like, when he finally decided to talk at the end and he was like, you know, I just wanted to bring us together for clarity. I mean, this is my wife and this is my ex-fiance and the mother of my child. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what, what, what are you saying? Like, again, what is this meeting? It would be like, no, no, no. What the fuck is this meeting? No, no, no. What is this meeting? Exactly. And yeah, I just clearly Mercedes had no clue no, that they had had sex. Oh, I mean, yeah. she didn't have a clue about anything. Yeah. Oh, and we clearly know. She was like, she made a point with the timeline. I was doing the math. She was like, we, she's like, you know, when you're engaged to someone just a couple months prior to finding out you're pregnant with their child. And you're like, wait, no, he would. None of this. None, none of, of it, it adds made, up. None of it he adds up. up for the show and, and he was with her. And, and he hasn't even really tried to explain no, it to my knowledge, nor has he really it. been like pushed by anyone. But it is, it's so, I mean, all that is so beside, I mean, it, it's so beside the point to everything that he's put both of these yeah. women through. You know, I mean, yeah. It's so, I mean, it's, it's shocking. So uh, thankfully my favorite page moment getting up and saying this conversation or this relationship rather no longer serves me. I was like, thank you. I have a lot of respect. You know, I, you know, we've both over the last few weeks been like wanting to shake page, you know, but she had to come into this in her own time. At least it seems that way for now. We don't know what's going to happen down the future. Uh, um, you know, I but she they seems were in the preview. They were in the preview. We don't know how to feel about um, that. But it didn't look like that conversation ended well. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, finally, you know, Paige had to do it her way to get it. You know, uh, to finally yeah, see see the light. The it's in, true. In, in her way, you know, and he and, was a petulant child to the end. He literally had the audacity to pretend it was opposite day and say, "My actions back me up." Oh, I'm not going to play these games with you. The whole we thing is a game. We can't even give his I... words more platform. Ugh. But the best part was when the girls bonded over Chris sucking and they were laughing. And then when Mercedes announced on national television to clearly for the first time to him, I think that she had no so intention too. of getting I back together so with too. him. That was so awesome and like they left friends that was just great so Paige we're rooting for you Chris please seek help like I don't know I don't know it's just your all of your behavior is problematic and I just want no one else to be a victim of this behavior but we should now get into some of the other couples because this was the week that we finally got to meet friends and family. Oh, I love a good homecoming. We love a good homecoming. 
Let's move on to our absolute favorite couple this season, Brianna and Vincent. Brianna and Vincent. Once again, uh, you know, we've moved in together and now we're getting to know a little bit more about Vincent. Uh, Vincent was a legacy builder. <laughs> now he's an auto broker. Okay. He's an auto broker. We're, co- we're honing in. We're getting really closer. honing in. Yeah. That's exciting. It's important to know that. Um, okay. I mean, so we open up with like a continuation of this very bizarro, slightly Jekyll and Hyde shift, in my opinion, of Vincent last week. And I just want to say some things first, and then I do want to get know your thoughts. So clearly we have two very different personality types here. And Vincent obviously struggles with expressing. I relate maybe a little bit too much to Brianna. (laughs) I can see that. And so I am like, I'm sorry. I'm fully team her on the way that that whole stupid champagne thing went down because they think it was clear that she was kidding. It was cutesy. She was giggling. She thought they were being cute. And the way that he switched was not acceptable, in my opinion. However, I do also believe that... If something, if the way that you communicate, like, clearly the point is that whole thing of, like, whatever she did of, like, that's so Vinny about, like, dropping something. Clearly that's some trigger of something much deeper. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time figuring out what, you know, obviously respect is something that Vincent keeps saying over and over and over again. Respect and respect and respect. But it also feels like he expects her to read his mind and if she doesn't read it correctly, it's disrespect. Yeah, and I just have a hard time. I'm still trying to figure out what What Vincent is. Yes, what is respect? And and it was great later when Jalen calls him out. Jalen called him out. Um, but <clears throat> getting back to the whole champagne, Vinny <laughs> debacle <laughs> spill, I have a hard time figuring out like what insults Vincent. Yeah. Like, like what, what is specifically, cause he just says, now, what, I would you know, feel scared. Like I'd be like walking on eggshells because I'd be like, it's still not really clear what about it all. Cause let's be real. There's well, something when he says, when he gets into that mode where he's like, I just don't like being disrespected. There's something that Im- immediately feels like as a woman, like it feels a little bit like, oh, what are we talking about here? Like a little bit controlling boyfriend, a little bit like kind of scary dad. Like it does come off a ooh, little bit like it's that. Like, there's something about the way he's constantly talking about being disrespected by her, especially when she's not in any way like mean or anything yeah it freaks me out it makes me feel uncomfortable i i get what you're saying and i definitely it definitely comes off like that from time to time i do think that i mean vincent just seems like such a kind man i think it must be a catch-all word i I think i think it is because we're not you know i mean we've watched what eight episodes yeah now and and we're still a little baffled by (laughs) what it is exactly and it's become this blanket term of respect yeah but then he gets challenged about things and he handles it like an adult and he admits his fault and 
And so, yeah, I, mean, I just get a little confused. I, I, speaking as a sensitive man mm-hmm. and one who also gets kind of uh, can get really hung up on the language and the tone things are said mm-hmm. and, and read into that. Um, there's two things I think are going on. On the one hand, a part of me is kind of a little confused why it's still so early. And in my mind, fit something like that would, I would, you would still kind of like be in that honeymoon phase of getting to know someone. And I don't know, I would be more on the line, I think, of like giving one the benefit of the doubt early on, even if yeah. I was offended by something or or insulted I the way. I still think and it's so, because she got screwed by the letter that her family wrote, which I think they wrote it in jest about her bossiness, but mm. they reiterated it, reiterated it so many times. You can tell that the producers in like interviews have asked about it a couple of times. And I swear ever since the producers like kept jabbing, he's been like looking for bad things about her. Yeah. But this did, I, I would, I agree. And I definitely think that that has played a role in the development of their relationship so far. But this whole thing about her making the joke about the champagne had nothing to do with bossiness. It was more of just like, yeah. he thought that she insulted him. And so on the one hand, I'm like, man, really? I think he should maybe give like a little leniency. And on the other hand, I'm like, okay, I have to respect you at the same time. If, cause this really seems like his only, his biggest only Yeah, thing. but he and just so, shuts down and he, he doesn't deal with it right. He doesn't period. deal with it right, but he's he bringing it up. He almost That's cr- he almost really left the not house. acceptable. He left the house. Yeah, he wasn't but I loved how Jalen reacted, okay. though. So, so that Jay was it, like, yeah. that's why you almost left? Please tell me this isn't why. Yeah, so that, that leads dead. us to our, uh, the kind of the segment of the show where we got a lot of, people meeting their friends one-on-one yeah yeah Jalen's friends friend advice a lot of good friend advice Jalen was it gave us so much joy to watch Jalen was a dream laugh at for getting upset thank god (laughs) and it was like I don't know it became very clear to me in that moment that like it was all just shame he was feeling you know yeah and Jalen said it best when he said what is respect yeah. What is respect? And I felt like, yes, you are asking my question. Yeah. Well, what is respect to you? Yeah. You know, well, and then he was, Vincent was basically like, I want her to react how I would react. I don't want to have to ask her every time. And it's like, okay, we get that in on principle, but like, as it relates to this situation, this is an overblown reaction. Um, and I did, he was very fixated on like, he's like, I'm so, I like to be delicate with the way I talk to her. She's so direct. And he's like, direct isn't bad, but, and it was basically like, direct is bad. <laughs> so he clearly doesn't fully know what to make of such a direct person. But like, I'm sorry, he is lucky to have someone so direct. And I think it's going to be really good for him. I could not agree more. We're going to get through this, I believe. Their housewarming went well. Yeah, it was adorable. I got nervous at first with the forced games. Yeah. 
Force no, games but that worked are... out well. That was actually a good call. It was a good call. It, it worked it out brought... well with them. It was one of the less, like, <sighs> taking in all of them, like, I still felt more uncomfortable with Haley and Jacobs. Oh, this, the, <laughs> I, I, I would venture to say, this is probably the best, like, this this, this was the, be- the best housewarming, considering... I thought it was second place. Okay, well, considering that Brianna hadn't met Vince's mother... Nor Vince's brother, yeah, because they weren't at the wedding, yeah. So while it wasn't the most fun necessarily, it, it seemed like some bridges were built and just left you with a happy, cheery, a cheery feeling. <laughs> bridges this, were built. This re- this relationship is definitely on the right track. Yeah, we're happy about them. Um, we're really rooting for them. Okay, where do we go? Do we want to go? Oh, I feel weary thinking about uh, Eric and Virginia. I think we need to go uh, to Eric okay. and Virginia. I feel weary. So, I mean, we When we just... start this off with Virginia is gone. Oh, yeah. For four and he's days. he's really anxious as hell. Oh, very anxious. Gone for four days at a friend's wedding, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you're just... He goes and has his little dog dad date, which <laughs> I have to say... This is like a very cute idea, but the awkwardness of the fact that they don't walk and that they just awkwardly stand and both of their both of them are being yanked in all directions by the dogs. It was just I mean, I guess they live in the same place, so they were probably like, let's go. But like, no, some of the most friend annoying times can be if both friends have dogs and you're not actually moving because there's a lot of yanking and, and barking and and it's just how can you have a, a conversation <laughs> during that point it was stressing me out watching <laughs> tex and rocky and whatever oh, the other you one did meet up with the other friend too he met That's up with right. the other friend too yeah so he got some good advice from he's clearly stressed this, we just we keep coming back to this whole obsession over lifestyle which i have to say We've got some self-righteous guys in this group. We've got like a crew of self-righteousness here. It's it's actually really bizarre to watch the way they all bond over like how wild their wives are. Oh my goodness. But like they're all like disapproving, which is an interesting take. And I, I, it's totally a spectrum. Like I understand where Eric is coming from, like more so than I do the other dudes. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think, actually, well, mm. I think for Eric, yeah. it's hard because he has, uh, I mean, he has this such a principled life, yeah. you know, to be in your mid-30s and to be he's an airline pilot and a military pilot. And he's, you know, to have jobs like that, I'm assuming, it takes a uh, regimented schedule. And, yeah. you know, I think he wants these these unreasonable so check-ins. And I think that's just the way he's wired. And obviously he doesn't know well, how to switch that off. Or cha- yeah, and he doesn't know how to switch that off and change that in his relationship, though. Yeah, it's hard because there, I do get where he's coming from, like, with certain things. Like, you and I have talked about the fact that it is true. I mean, we do check-ins all the time, but then we also have no, there's also not like fear or threat. Like we also are fine to be like, okay, I'm going to this thing. I don't know how long I'm going to be gone. But like, we're always touching base. Like 
once we're there, like if you're golfing or I'm with girlfriends, like we're not tech. I do. I will say that the every hour. No, he she went away upsetting. for four days to a wedding and he expected. That's insane. To contact, you know, he said it was OK what they were doing, he was which like, was, was every, OK, right? Every was like, one to two hours. And I'm sorry. Yeah, that like, was messed up. If you're going to a friend's wedding, you know, I, uh, we're assuming if you're going to be gone for that long, that she's probably has some role. And you have responsibilities. You have things that you're doing. And, yeah, uh, you know, I just, uh, every one to two hours, <sighs> I was like. Yeah, no, it's true. He's definitely, he is, I'm getting the vibe that he's con- definitely controlling. I guess my biggest struggle with them is I just, I do think they're a complete mismatch. I think it's really unfair. I really don't totally get why she's on the show because of the stage of life she's at. I don't get it either. Not that, like... And we're not we're judging for... We're speaking as people that are... Okay, we're pretty fun married people. Yeah, I would say so. We have a good time. We know how to have a good time. But, like, some of her... Just even the obsession with talking about her lifestyle, it's really, it almost speaks to how it feels really immature. You want, exactly. I agree you know? 100%. And, and you want to be like, lighten up, Eric. Right. But then but everything. Then she's like, and then I take my night. Sh- she's like, because my friends stop at three shots, I'm just starting to drink all the shots I would be buying them while she's waving a knife around. Yeah, and she, and you know, and later in the housewarming, like, she, you, the Virginia? first thing she does is, oh, we're doing shots, shots. And it's like, don't get me wrong. I like doing shots. But it's got that feel of that. It's, so it's, it's got like the feel, it's the drink counting. Forced college party. Exactly. Well, last night I had two <laughs> shots and then a thing two of fireball. And someone had a four loco and and some Zimas. (laughs) And it's like, you know, if you don't want your lifestyle being like, If you don't want to be defined by that and judged by it, then why do you have to act like it's the only thing that you have going on? Facts. Like, we drink more often when we're seeing our friends. Like, when we are being social, of course, which is much less now. But when we are being social, we're probably drinking with our friends more times than a drink isn't there, but that's not how we speak about, I don't know. No, you know what we're saying. Yeah, it's definitely not. There's clearly a huge, like, these people are, are at different stages of his life, and I think the part that creeps me out with Eric sometimes is I know he has a good heart, and really, he just, just, just bleh, he just deserves someone at the same stage as him. Yeah. But with the way this is playing out, he's sometimes coming across, like, I don't know, like, creepy dad or like creepy well, older his, brother vibe his, his but like, friend said it best when his friend was like make sure that you're not no it's co- true you know make sure that you're not coaching her she yeah. doesn't want a coaching yes. session yes and that's what it, feel, that. it feels like Heath is taking it upon him rather than He's focusing like, I'm on gonna the be marriage, your life coach and help you grow up rather than focusing on the marriage and like hey let's get to know more about each other you're focusing on the lifestyle and you're, you're, you're taking it upon yourself to take a 26 year old with a vibrant lifestyle and bring her in your eyes up to your level, at least to a degree. And that's not, I don't don't think that's going to play. No, it's not. It's not. I don't think that's going to play. And though I do feel like by the end of the night, it was like surprise. I wrote sausage fest. 
But then by the end, I was like, oh, this was probably one of the least awkward hangs. I have I have a question to ask. What? I feel like so, you know, she comes home from the wedding, uh-huh. clearly hungover. Yeah. And which whatever, that's fine. She was at a wedding, but she even no, oh, she brings makes it a point to say how hungover she is. Right. And talking about the housewarming and who's coming over, her two friends, and I almost feel, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you can't be friends. I'm not taking the Eric stance. Of yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, be yeah. friends. But I kind of thought to myself in a way like, where are her girlfriends? Mm. I would and almost I yeah. almost I almost feel that I almost feel that well, okay. it has now become an issue yeah. with Eric. And I, I feel like she's kind of bringing it up to kind of needle him yeah, a little seem bit. Like she's having she fun keeps saying, you know, my two my best guy friends, my best guy. It yeah. almost seems like she's saying it to kind of like test him and get it under his skin a little bit. Though I do want to, I do agree. I agree. But I also want to say, I think that purposefully they're doing small groups because of the pandemic, which, oh my gosh, I was right. I wrote about how much more awkward that makes it. Yeah. But, um, I think he wanted to meet the guy. That's a good point. And I think that like, if there is any hope for him lightening up and for this working out, this is what has to happen. And I was honestly expecting the absolute worst, especially when you saw the stark contrast between oh. his guy friends and oh hers. Gosh. Like they were like from different lands. Um, <laughs> they, were, they were from different lands. Yeah, we have. But it uh, went surprisingly Lane well. And Cole. Cole and Lane. Lane yeah. and Cole. I don't, I'm not sure which one was which. Yeah, me either. But Lane and, and Cole put, seem like stand up guys. We don't usually like red hats, but we like the red hat friend of Eric. Yeah, he ended up I was a little worried cool. with Eric's friends at first because I was like, uh, I don't know. They seem a little, I don't know. They seemed a little intense. Yeah. Um, but they were really nice. They yeah. were cool. They were sweet. I thought they were just going to be like full bro, bro. Yes, like bro, bros. bro. That's that's the way to put it. But um, also, I have to say, I really think that Eric was drunk in all of the Oh, interesting. Party. Okay. But it was fine. He just, he gets a certain Luke. I have two observations from this housewarming. Okay. First of all, so Eric and Virginia are doing the cute, you know, Eric's in the chair and Virginia's sitting on the ground, kind of straddling both of his legs, Mm -hmm. you know. And they flash to Eric and the man is picking his nose. Oh my God. Directly above Virginia's head. <laughs> like uh, it was like, it was I mean, it wasn't, into her hair. Yeah, it wasn't like honestly oh, it felt like a nervous tick oh. because they were talking about they were talking about his band Traces of Day, I believe. Traces of Day. <laughs> there needs to be more of a deep dive. You've got to scour if I don't the internet get, for Traces of Day. That's that's on but, my weekly. That's but on I my think goal. He got all embarrassed. Next week like, I'm going to have some I'll have some traces of day yeah, maybe information we'll for you. Some traces of day. But or outro. It was a nervous tick, but it was like it wasn't <laughs> it was really just bad. one deep crap. It was like a, a sniffle. It was like, <laughs> like no, multiple fingers. It was like your pointer, your thumb, and his middle finger were all conspiring at different speeds and at different lengths. Yeah. And it just felt okay, like enough. you could see the flakes coming it's out of true, his nose. It's true. Onto her head, mind you. <laughs> 
she was sitting directly below him. They, oh my god! He probably died. That was, and then, and then also, okay, so, so, uh, Eric and Lane Oracle go out to the porch and they have a great talk. And you know, Eric gets a lot of his things, uh, a lot of his issues, kind of clarified. And I thought that Cole was, I think it was Cole. Cole was pretty cool and explaining like what he what he needs obviously virginia and cole have talked about this before because yeah. cole oh, yeah. said i'm gonna you know i would just advise you that you not be as controlling yeah. and i was like okay this yeah. is clearly talking and then my scared. favorite thing was how eric kept saying um we're good we're good we're good no no yeah you mean we're good we're good and yeah. i was like I'm sure Cole's thinking, did we have a reason yeah, not to be like, good? Wait, I know we're good, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that I, was awkward. I, think, I feel like everything for Eric is a little bit, he's just so old school. Yeah, and so a little bit, school, it's all like, it. yeah. but he's a sweet, reserved guy. So it's only gonna, it comes out in these awkward ways. So it's like, he does feel a more traditional sense of like, uh, it's my wife and yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, for it's, sure. It's a little, it's a little much, but it's also like, yeah, I don't know. It's just going to be interesting to watch it play out. Cause they clearly have a different deedles yeah. thoughts on what they blah. Okay. Here's another couple that we keep hearing the words lifestyle differences. Uh, some more lifestyles. Yeah. We have Clara and Ryan, which on the surface look like they're young and fun, except for the fact that Ryan, which I'm not sure about his exact age, but uh, keeps referring to himself as an old man. Yeah. And it's really starting to get under Claire's skin. It's got to stop. She is so horny. Oh, my and goodness. So, she's so sexually frustrated that she's hanging by a thread. She's so frazzled. We like, have to address the fact that apparently Ryan refused to take a jello shot. Oh, the jello shot. Um, and this is having a hard no to a jello shot is a huge red flag for Claire. It is. Clara. <laughs> and Claire. I have to say, I'm I would be so annoyed. I, like, are you kidding me? A birthday party, like, okay. There's the difference between Virginia taking nine shots on a Tuesday and yeah. Clara wanting to take a couple jello shots on her two of her best friends birthday party whom you're meeting for the first time. Like, I don't lighten know. Ryan up, just Ryan. needs to chill out and I keep I keep almost being Your wife just wants you to take the jello shot and have sex with her. It's really not that hard. It's so simple. And I just keep like, I'm almost, I don't know why I have this soft spot for Ryan and I really want to like him a lot. I don't know. He's a sweetie. He's a sweetie and he's a good guy, but I'm like, can you like lighten up? Yeah. A I kept bit? writing chill out. Please lighten up. Like just, just it's settle hard. Down. I mean, I don't know. He, he's, I think he still has a lot of defense mech, defense walls still. They up. didn't even kiss for the first few he days. He hasn't taken a shirt Were off. Were you shocked? For oh two weeks. gosh, that's right. For two weeks. I did feel really bad for him when she put him on blast yeah. in front of the friends about that. I'm pretty sure she was a little buzzed. I think she was buzzed. And I think she was obviously Mad. 
mad. And she's and over she's, at this point. She, she is very sexually frustrated. Yeah. And but I did feel bad for him because that was like, yeah. that's just like a personal thing that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. And you could tell that his friend tried to sort of like save the day and be yeah. like, he's just trying. I felt a little bad. I just don't understand why he keep. I mean, he keeps... I, I think it's the insecurity, for? but he keeps saying, you know, I'm an old man. Oh, I won't. I'm not going to stay up past like nine, nine thirty, you know. And I don't know. I'm like, you're not working at NORAD watching planes all day long. What like, is NORAD? It's like the defense missile thing. They stay up all night long and they have to. I don't know. I'm just like cut loose a little bit. No, 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 no. What is NORAD? Okay, it's I think it's based in Colorado. Okay. It is the people they stare they stay up all night. They're looking at their computers and they're like making sure that no like nukes or missiles are coming to the country. Wow. I had no idea. Well, I'm a buff. I'm a buff of, of knowledge and facts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you should educate yourself on some NORAD. Thank you. Anyway, I'm not sure Teacher. what he does, but I just don't I don't understand like you gotta be a little flexible here, dude. Like you yeah. have to just lighten up. Yeah. Like she's giving you permission to lighten up, and she's your wife. And again, and she she's wants to have just, she's cute. She's yeah. fun. She wants to have a good time. <coughs> she's not like she's not asking she's not you to live Virginia. a Virginia lifestyle. Exactly. No. And Which I, is why I think it's like honestly unacceptable to say that she's the one. With the lifestyle. Like, if anything, I'm like, if anyone has a lifestyle, I mean, I guess. No, she has a life. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what it is. She has a life. Yeah. And he's and, the one with like the chosen lifestyle of a 75 year old man. Well, and I got to say, I think this is a good, uh, like, it made me. So the, the girls all met and they had their little like happy hour lunch. The guys met, they had their happy hour. And, you know, both in their group settings, but also in their individual relationships. I wrote down and I said, do these guys have fun? <laughs> I, I am utterly confused. I mean, Vinny seems like a fun guy. You know, he's reserved, but like he, he, Vinny he can, can have a good time. Vinny can have a good time. We, I know they Vinny had can have Vegas. a good time. They had fun in Vegas. He, he, he can have fun. I'm not worried about Vinny. Yeah. But Eric, Ryan, and Jacob, I mean, watching oh them have God. a conversation sometimes is like having watching paint dry. Oh my They're God. at a happy hour. Everyone's drinking water. Once again, you don't have to go get plastered or anything like that. But I'm like, does does anyone throw a dart here? Do we <laughs> like? Do we a play? Foosball? Do we throw a bag? Maybe like, I, does anybody have fun? And and there, we've seen a lot of friends on this episode. And all the friends are like, yeah, you know, Ryan has to have fun. Oh yeah, Jacob, he loves having a good time. And I'm like. Prove it. I don't. I haven't seen any indication that anyone here has fun. Well, that's why it's fascinating to like skip to someone else. I mean, do we have anything else to say about them right now? No, Ryan and Clara. I think I are going like to be okay. They like TBD. Uh, TBD. I think they're going to be more more okay than they're not. But we didn't get a lot of attention. We didn't get a lot of time with them. We didn't get a lot of time with them. I mean, he's got to open up, or she's going to start freaking out because. She doesn't I'm have a, the long, like she doesn't no. have the most patience, and I don't blame her at this point. No, I, don't I blame would be her really irritated, and I honestly, this is where I'm worried. Is I do think that Christianity and um, some oh, of the evangelical right. stuff—that's been a, that's a—it's really important to him, 
And she is very specifically triggered by honestly, like what might be in some ways his, his interpretation of that. And so I'm just like, a, why would the experts put two people, you know, like as far as spirituality and that, that is so important. If it is just like to someone like him, like, I'm just like, why would you even match? Yeah. Them? It's hard to but, tell because he doesn't talk a lot about that. I mean, compared to Paige and Chris, but which he is, did. And he then did. these lifestyle things that are coming up yeah. to me feel like code words. I think that's They're a good like point. Christian code they words, could be Christian you know, words, where yeah. it's like, the well, lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle. Well the, well, the interesting thing, though, is that, like... But then okay, the friends they, were cool. The friends were cool. They are married. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Chris doesn't have to be... I mean, I'm sorry. Um, Ryan does not have to become a new or a vastly different person overnight. But it seems like he's very much, like, intimacy is sex. Yeah. Sex does not happen until I'm in love. I've never told anyone yeah. I'm in love. So how am I supposed to know... And I'm like, dude, yeah, he's have, doing that thing to, where you build it up way too They much. need to get a couple bottles of wine. Yeah. Play strip monopoly or something and <laughs> just like chill out a little bit and laugh, you know, strip and monopoly. just something to loosen it up, you know, and yeah. like they don't need to have sex right away. I'm not saying that, but like, bro, like have take fun. off she your shirt. wants to have sex. Have fun. You know, like you don't have to be all of these things. At once. At once. And yeah. I think that's her biggest point. Yeah. And so hopefully he figures something out. He's because... waiting for like the magical strike of lightning. That's like, I'm in love with you. I love someone for the first time. I want to fuck in this exact moment. And also at the same time, he's not doing anything to build intimacy. He's not yeah. doing anything to build romance, at least that we've seen. So next week, Ryan, that's what I'm looking for. for yeah. You. Okay. So what uh, I was going to say about J oh. <laughs> I was pivoting to Jacob. Poor Haley. We are so uncomfortable in this marriage. I don't know what to do. He's obsessed with the first two days, which I'm sorry, but let's be honest, clearly means the first two days that she threw herself into the deep end and had sex with him. And then she started to get to know his personality. Do we and have that confirmed? They had sex? Well, he keeps hinting at the intimacy we had in the beginning and how I think it's sex or or something sex adjacent. Okay. For sure. I do. I, I really do. Okay. And I think the problem is that she was like, I'm going to be open. And she dove in. And then by day two or three, she's like, all this guy wants to talk about is me. <laughs> oh, an 80s shirt neon oh my goodness the home that he's been working on i'm sorry is this the home that he tried to flip in 2008 i don't know I, is has it he the been home working with... on the same one for 12 years is this the home with the, the sand pit i need to see <laughs> i need lifetime i am telling you now if i do not <laughs> if i don't see this sand, this sand pit, I'm gonna pit this season it. i'm going to be vastly disappointed we have to i was so bummed that this year we didn't get to watch them go through their houses and show us them before the well they did a little bit because we saw he had that weird kind of like downstairs oh, 80s no, room just kidding. we I just did not everything i said we did not get to, to see, see the, the sand pit the, the beach sand pit. i just that's one of those things where it's like you're, I don't know, 13, 12, and you're like, you know, in my house, I'm going to have a sand pit. <laughs> I'm going to have a water balloon launcher. 
it's gonna be awesome. Oh my sandpit. And then you're like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't no, know. Literally, what is three he, weeks later? 40, I think it's like 41, 42. That is later, not okay. He's oh gosh. Oh. There's so and many. then the way that he gets like his version of like sense of humor is just getting like kind of weirdly nitpicky at her. He really didn't do it as much this week, but I noticed last week when just when he's like, Do you like the 80s? Oh, you don't? Oh. Sucks for you. Oh, I'm gonna get to sense of the humor neon. in a second. I'm gonna get to sense of uh, humor in a second. So like I will say yeah. I feel so bad for Haley because the more I see of her, I mean, this week, after what she's kind of had to put up with the last few weeks, mm-hmm. this week, you know, she meets her friend. She's so self-aware and she really is trying. And she really is. Even though she, you can tell she's <sighs> gritting her teeth so hard inside, but she just has the sweetest face and she is trying. She's really trying. And I feel like he's just like the fact that you don't want to go back to having sex with me. And like, oh my god, oh my god, oh, wait. That, okay, we're gonna. Okay, oh, okay. That, okay. So what should we go to first? Because I have so many things to say just about the last conversation. Oh, we're gonna save that. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna get to so the housewarming. <laughs> oh, the housewarming uh, is. This is the just, most awkward gathering. Jacob's I, sense of humor is just really getting to me. He's t- they're putting up <laughs> decorations, and it's his fiesta time, and he goes, "Should we put a secret message on the back?" Like of the sign, and she's confused, and I'm and I'm confused. And he goes, Oh, you know, no, just to and she goes, Why would he put a secret message? And he says something like, Oh, so it'll be there, but no one will see it. I know. I'm like, what are we what's what's happening here? What is happening what's here? What's the joke? What's the joke? What's the- <laughs> I I am I'm like I just it's Ugh. so it's confounding. Then he chugs a marg and it's like, oh my, my mouth, I just brush my teeth, just weird. Oh Ugh. yeah, but like Ugh. yeah, no, it's clearly that thing where like, uh, I okay, this is what my big conundrum is. Okay, is Jacob as is there really not anything else going on in there besides steak, protein? revamping houses and his 80s shit or i babe you have to let me finish okay okay or is it okay or or is it that i don't know like is there a lot more going on in there but he just doesn't have access if there's there's more going on in there He's really not doing a very good job of letting us know what no. is going on in there. Can we just talk about when his friend yeah. said, what was the first thing you oh. thought when you saw her oh. coming down the aisle? And he said, what every girl wants to hear. I was just blank. My mind went blank. And then, <laughs> and then she was across from me and we were looking into each other's eyes and we laughed. That, I mean, that's oh gotta be. God. I mean, okay, these situations can be tough with these housewarming. It's a small group, so people can't it's bounce so around. It's awkward. It can be hell. awkward. You know, it's oh, they're always awkwardly kind of sitting. There's never enough chairs for people. They're sitting in the yeah. they're sitting in the living room, and you know, it gets a little stuffy. So I see why people like start them off with shots, you know, and <laughs> margs and whatnot. But 
I mean, you got to talk about uh, like pretty low hanging fruit to be asked that question. What did you first think when she ran down the when she yeah, walked down the so aisle? Lame. I mean, it she's like got her hair done. She's got her, she's got her makeup done, and the easy. Oh, she's she was beautiful. Oh, I could you know I was, anything anything. She's my pretty. mind went blank. Oh yeah, my it god! It seems like it has been blank this whole time. I know it's constantly blank, and she's constantly flaring her nose. <laughs> like her nose uh, flare is her tell. Yeah. So she's just constantly like. <sighs> through flared nostrils I, and i feel for her i have to say you know i don't know jacob's also this person where i kind of want to zag a little bit on your take of him and i, I like i want to find things that i can stick up for him for mm. and he's just making it difficult but i will say i think there has been a little bit of some wardrobe changing happening with Jacob. I think Haley's kind of inserting a little bit because Jacob's two looks She couldn't deal with the graphic tee honeymoon. Oh, no. I mean that we've seen cut-off sweatshirts, like sleeveless <laughs> cut-off sweatshirts, which is, you know, okay, I'm not judging here. I actually have a cut-off sweatshirt on right now. But No, but it's not sleeveless. It's not sleeveless. And she was tired of the the 80s the fanny packs it, the the random graphic tees of Every godzilla eating a cat or something tea like that has words on it or uh, a character yeah like it's a, a, a hard a, thing for like a man uh, in his 40s a dinosaur wearing sunglasses they're all atrocious <laughs> and so this week he came with a very respectable you know, uh, mid 2010s Gray Henley. And then he also had a, it was a graphic tee with the word captain, but captain was in the Coca-Cola font. Oh no. So we'll, we'll excuse it, but at least we're taking baby steps, ba baby steps with him. So something, some, some sense of style. Um, and you can tell that's important to Haley. And I think we do have a shopping spree to look forward to in our future. Oh, that would be a great segment. Um, but okay, I, mean, I liked we... her. I loved her friend that was there that came to the, okay. The one friend like threw her under the bus in the kitchen. Oh, that's right. I think she went a little too far. Okay. Personally. Yeah. Sometimes you try to make the other person so comfortable that you end up talking shit on your friend. On your real friend and not, <laughs> and not, yeah. That's what I felt like was happening. Yeah. Um, but the other friend who she also went out to lunch with, that friend's a boss. She's like, she should be the group facilitator for everyone at all times. Yeah. But she does a really good job of making everybody come. I was like, how is this girl like guiding like the most awkward social gathering that's ever happened? And she's acting like it's so great. And I'm just, I love people like her. Yeah, um, I did hate that Jacob found a way to a bring up exes, call them special disasters, oh, and then when further pressed, like, oh, the the relationships ended in special disasters. Like, who was the special disaster? And he's like, mostly them. Like that was just again bad humor, not really in good taste, and also just not funny yeah and you've showed your personality and your essence to be a special disaster red meat <laughs> um sand in your backyard 80s 
and out there fashion choices. So that's reading special disaster to me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we need to end this on the fateful. So after all of that, you know, Haley's going out with her friends. Clearly anything with her friends is like a trigger for Jacob because Jacob doesn't have a very like abundant social life. So like that's its own thing. But she's doing a social girls version of putting some time in with our relationship before we go out. She's like, let's pregame together. Like what? first she's like, I'm going to have a drink. Do you want one? And he's like, no. Like, he was totally being a pouty baby in the kitchen. Oh, totally. Which conversation was more awkward? This conversation or the conversation with Chris, Mercedes, and Paige? (sighs) I mean. This had me howling. (laughs) This had me howling in a way. Okay. I'm going to. We got to. We got to. Go to just straight to the quotes. Oh, the quotes. Um. Okay, so well, let's just continue well, no, with the first, context. First... So she gets them two beers because he finally realizes she's trying to extend a couple's moment. He doesn't get it at first, or he's being a little bitch. But then she's kind of like, "Oh, okay, you don't want to have one with me," and he's like, "Okay." So the, sit down. She asks this like kind of cool question. What was the question? It was like, what were you doing when you were 28? Oh, yeah. You're talking about flipping the houses, the recession. And all of a sudden, all of our eyes are glazing over. We are, the our eyes are getting glassy because well, we don't. Yeah, and then she gives us a gem by asking a very weird and innocent question. Why do you wear your watch with its, <laughs> the face on the inside of his wrist? That's right. Okay. Some people do that. Whatever. Um, and he responds with, so I can tell the time and look at my watch without being rude. Yeah. And I'm, Cause it looks like he's gesturing to them. Yes. Or something. So I'm wondering how many times. I think a lot of people do that though, actually. Then more than I'm thinking about it. Have the watch on the inside. Yeah. I don't not uh, Listen. But why was the way that he explained it like so I'm not judging. I think you can have the watch on the inside. I'm not saying you should have wear your watch however the hell you want to wear your watch. (laughs) I'm wondering how many times does one find themselves in a conversation in which they have to look at their watch to be rude? Like everything from his personality, it would seem like everyone talking to him would Would be be looking looking at at their their watch. I, okay, that's fair. I just get like, yeah. How many conversations are you on daily where you're like, oh, gotta I gotta get, get out, out of this, this one? Yeah. I mean, like, it's true. Most of the time, you have short conversations with people. You talk to people on the phone, well, and they're I not think thinking maybe about it the time. Started when he was selling the protein powder, uh, and he okay. needed to get out of sales pitches like, in front other, of the grocery store. Yeah. I could not fully put I, together I whatever in, was. Okay. I had to get that out of the way going on with we go to. that stuff, but. I just want to know, I haven't seen too much of you on boats. I haven't seen too much of you on boats. Now, we had to pause this and <laughs> rewind it, I think, three times. Three and times. The third time we got subtitles. We had to get subtitles because we couldn't. We looked at each other and said, Is it, babe, did he just say 
I don't, out of the blue. I don't, I haven't seen much of you on boats. <laughs> too much of you. I haven't seen too much of you. So the question is, has he seen some huh? of her? And where has he seen Who some of her? Who asks this question? In pictures? Who, I mean, we could do an episode <laughs> on what this question means. Uh, no, a whole episode. As if, like, this was just completely at random. It was like, this is a guy who's not that used to just, like, kind of conversationally going with the flow, which I understand everybody has varying levels, but we are, like, two weeks in here of just being together every day, and this is the best you can do. I mean, it's really not... You're not into Spartan races, are you? Oh, oh. And then I'm like, like, I I go, oh, I mad props to Haley for sitting there and just going, do I look like someone that's in the Spartan races? (laughs) With all of the, with, okay. She was like, no. With all of the time that he has talked about his weightlifting and his gym and his working out, don't you think that as a self-aware adult, she would have said, while they were having these conversations on the honeymoon and at the wedding, yeah, I really, you know, that's funny that you work out. I like Spartan races. Right. I like axe throwing, right. which was the next question he asked. Oh my God. What about axe throwing? And at this point, I just, I want to <laughs> throw my paper up in the air because at this point I'm like, okay, is this your personality? Are you just trying to be funny now? I, okay, I, wait, do, I just, wait. okay. We need to so- circle back though to question number one. I haven't seen too much of you on boats. Um, we need to go back there. Okay. Because sorry, there were too what many are the odds that her answer to the most bizarre question in the world would actually be going, oh, actually, I love boats. I've been on a ev- proceeds to list multiple kinds of boats, then says, I used to actually have. My boater's license. So this is why those I are think some crazy thinks, odds. This is why I think that he this is his kind of like weird, nervous, funny person. Funny. I use quote funny personality because even after that crazy question, I don't see too much of you on boats. She gives him, hey, I have had my boating license. I do actually, I, I, I boat, I, you know, I don't boat as much now as I used to boat. And he goes, yeah, like Erie boats. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, she's working with you here. She's trying yeah, to yeah. give you something. It, honestly, just, you know what it made me feel like? Like he absolutely knew that she liked boats because he had like been on her Instagram and saw old pictures of her on boats in like 2012. And he thought that this was like a sly way to bring up something in conversation. Oh, I wouldn't put it past him. So he, so he said, "I haven't seen you too much on boats lately." <laughs> no, he didn't say lately. Oh, he didn't. Say, I haven't seen too much of you. I've seen a <laughs> little bit. Remember the questions? Weird. I've as seen hell. a little bit of you on boats. <laughs> I just okay. I'm so I can't anymore with it. The, after all of these awful uh, questions were being spitfired without much, this is the thing he like throw. It's like he's like sitting there going topic, topic, topic. You know what I mean? And then she like it. Nothing ever just becomes like a flowing convo from someone's answer. So then he just throws out another one and another one. It seems and then, like he just has such a hard time having 
a comfortable conversation with and her. he just leads with things that he specifically likes so he's like boats axes spartan races and then at this point they have only drank the beer from the neck of their bottle of their coronas and i was just like this is the longest drink her no- her nostrils were flared were they running they were up? very flared i'm gonna have to clue she was Haley's nostrils. she was miserable like totally regretting drink asking to drink this corona with him and i just felt so bad for her and the secondhand discomfort was so strong and you know secondhand discomfort embarrassment is really hard um but the hero of this scene is definitely chloe the corgi and i just wanted to make sure that we mentioned her this is a very dog dog heavy season dog heavy season and i'm here for it i'm still trying to learn everyone's names um, but yeah, dogs are very important. It's it's very we're here for it. We've got here. two of our own. We love it. You might have heard them barking. Um, I think we gotta wrap this up. These are long apps. There's a lot going on. So before we before we sign off, what? Okay, five being five being the worst, one being the best. Let's let's rank our couples here. Okay. I, I, th- I mean, we have to go. I mean, I don't even obvious. know if Paige and Chris are technically they in a relationship a at, this point. at this point. But for the sake so of it, they're five. definitely we got zero. I put their chances of getting back together at the end of this at five percent, and that five percent is. Wait, for- what is this ranking system though? <laughs> You're using so many numbers. Five is the worst couple. Okay. One is the best. That's what I thought. But then you're like, 5%. No, and I give, a them, I give them things. a 5% chance. You called them zero. It's uh, at first I said zero. <laughs> and then I forgot the okay. role of the covenant in their life. And so I'm going to put them at, at... Five? They have a 5% chance at number five. Of staying okay. Together. Now, four. I am torn. No, I'm not torn. Haley and Jacob. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll I'll give you the four spot there. I think it's probably really close between them and Virginia and Eric. Right? Yeah. yeah it's, it's but close. But right now, Haley and Jacob are just, they're, they're foreign. They, they slide into four, which means. We're going to see how long it takes until she just starts, stops giving up. Stops giving up. Um. Stops so, yeah. giving up or starts giving up? Starts giving up. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's she's <laughs> losing patience quick. So then three. Virginia and Eric, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, what percentage do you would you say that before we get to three? I don't have percentages. Okay. So we have. Uh, <laughs> too many numbers. And too one many numbers. Thing. Okay, Virginia and Eric. Then we've got Clara and Ryan. Clara and Ryan. And Brianna and Vincent. Brianna and Vincent. I think it's pretty, like, obvious right now. It is pretty obvious. Those are, I mean, it's going to get hard for a relationship to look better than Brianna and Vincent's does. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I think the last thing that I need to say besides Chloe, the Corgi, is the hero of this episode, is that I hated to go back to Chris and Paige that they still chose to show a montage of their wedding day. Oh, I rough. thought that was really like messed up and bizarre. 
That was rough. And the song choice was the oh. first lyrics. It's a long way down to the gutter. And I just felt like Lifetime, you're really laying it on so thick. From the penthouse, this I think was is, the next line. It was yeah. a long way to the gutter from the <laughs> yeah. penthouse. I'm like, oh my God. I no. live for the lifetime. <laughs> the lifetime. Musical choices. Music choices are always hitting us profoundly. Oh. They're always just right there on the nose with the feeling they want us to have. And it's all or nothing. Yeah, it is. It's all or nothing. <laughs> so that's it for the for this week. We will be back next week with more to break down. Yeah, we can't wait. <laughs>